anybody who is successful in their own realm is not spewing negativity towards someone else pursuing their dreams. Which is true, because if someone came to you and they say, hey, Spags, I want to be a fucking, you know, college athlete and I want to start, I want to start on, you know, a sports podcast and, you know, I want to be a big sports media guy and um, I kind of suck at it right now. When are you ever going to go, dude, you're an idiot. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Kids at Work podcast. My name is Matt Corman. You already knew that, though, and that's exactly why you're here today. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a, uh, a great guy with me today. Um, a couple notes on him. He's just an absolute fucking stud. His name is Ryan Spagnoli. Um, met you... I feel like I met you, like... Yeah, we met before. We before, met, We but, met in college, like, here and there, but yeah, yeah, obviously yeah. came closer really this summer. This summer when... Because of hockey, I mean... Playing some men's league hockey, yeah, yeah. hockey brings everybody together. I remember when I first saw you in, in the locker room, I was, I was like, holy shit, like, I remembered, like, yeah. who the fuck you were, yeah, but we yeah. never, like, had that... that no, no, I mean, much. I was always... I mean, I've known Dino forever, and then Kamara, mm-hmm. and obviously you you were with them. Those are your boys, still are your boys in college, and yeah. like I said, we met, you know, here and there, but never... Yeah. You know, came close like we did this summer, you know? Yeah. So, uh, quick quick background stuff, um, housekeeping shit. Um, today is November fucking 25th, 26th, something like that? 29th. 29th. Yeah. Um, it's Black Friday today. If you're listening to this, I'm probably going to release this today. Um, go on MattCorman.com, use the code CYBER20 for 20% off the entire MIH store. That is running all the way up and through uh, the end of Cyber Monday, and then it's back to normal prices. Alongside with that, I'm performing two times in December, December 11th at the Middle East in Boston. It's a Wednesday night, about a 20, 30-minute set. Uh, my buddies are coming through, and they're out on tour, so I'm going to be doing that. Uh, if you want to come meet me, say what up in person. Promise I'm not a dickhead. <laughs> we can definitely do that. Um, and then December 21st, Saturday night in Manchester, New Hampshire, I'm performing. I think I'm going to bring on a new rapper, too, I want to talk to you about a little bit. The old, the old Stomping Grounds? What's his name? Um, young Stu? Oh, yeah. I played hockey with him. Yeah, I was just talking with, yeah. talking with him. I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Um, my hockey team, yeah. I was thinking, because I was thinking about, you know, bringing out some people that, like, I never, no one's bringing me out when yeah. I was at Snoo, so I was like, why the fuck wouldn't you do that? Do that? Yeah. that makes sense, right? Um, so, yeah, we're going to be up at Snoo. Um, me and all the boys, we're going to probably grab some hotels Saturday night and go fucking tear it up. Like the, the old, old Stomping Grounds, Manch Vegas. Yeah, a little Manch Vegas actions, <laughs> tear it up. Uh, so get your tickets to that if you're in the New Hampshire area, if you're a fan of mine, if you're in the MIH fam, go see that. And um, also, a new song dropping this week called Get Out The Way. I'm going to show Spags a little preview of that. And uh, that's kind of all we got right now. It's a beautiful day. Spags here, like I said, we went to the same college. Um, he's a sports guy. He was a dual sport athlete at one point in his bit. life for a little bit, yeah. a little bit. Um, but yeah, so I know you're, you're from the area for the people that don't know you. There are of course people that listen to this that do, yeah. um, can you give a little background on who you are, where you grew up sure. and what brings you here today? Yeah. I, uh, grew up in Burlington, Mass, 22, just graduated this past year. You're 22. Yeah, dude. I'm... You seem way older than 22. Thanks. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, from Burlington, I went to Arlington Catholic high school, I uh, went to Southern New Hampshire, kind of a crazy, crazy story. It's, you know, I played baseball, hockey my whole life. Um, you know, I had a, obviously was fortunate enough to probably play, obviously did play both, but had to choose between both hockey or baseball kind of going into college. Yeah. Um, junior year, um, you know, I kind of had to make that decision what I kind of wanted to pursue. And at the time I was all baseball, like not that I, you know, didn't love hockey and, you know, I just didn't, you know, the whole you got to go to juniors, play two years of juniors, yeah. you know, you're a 20, 21 year old freshman sure, or yeah. go to prep school. Yeah. And it was kind of a weird situation for me because I wasn't always the best student. 
Yeah. You know, I felt like I'm a smart kid. I just never applied myself. I wasn't book yeah. smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you play? So, did you play juniors? No, I didn't. You That's, went. You went straight from high school to fucking. Well, yeah, I went went to high school. Um, then junior year, like I had, like I said, I had to choose between hockey or baseball. And yeah. At the time, I was like, you know, junior I'm high not, school. Or junior year high school. Gotcha. So I wasn't. I wasn't trying to like go do the whole prep school thing. I, yeah, I, yeah. I just felt like I wasn't a good enough student for that. It just wasn't me. And then also on the other end, like juniors, I was like, I'm not a great enough student where like I could take a year or two off and then go play somewhere and, and be like get back in the school mode. Yeah, yeah. You know, which I kind of sold myself short. And at the time, I was all baseball. So obviously, yeah. I went to Southern New Hampshire. University played there my freshman year. Uh, it was my first year without hockey. Uh, it was great. It was a great group of guys. I'm still friends with a lot of those kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I was obviously like 18, um, and those kids were older, so they kind of took me under the wing. I learned a lot that year. Uh, we went 50 and seven, uh, game away from the World Series. I played a little bit. Our team was loaded. I'm sure you remember that was your junior year. You guys are studs. Yeah, 50. Yeah. It was a. We had Didn't a you special guys, like, group. Went up, go to the championship. Or something? We you went guys to the region. Ten like every year. Yeah, like yeah. That, right? And then we lost in the game before the World Series. It was cool. It was a cool experience. Yeah. I played a little bit. Um, the shortstop got drafted. Your you freshman, know, we, you played. Yeah, a little bit. Like wow. ten, 10 games, I got in. So That's then that that kind of brings me to my whole my whole story, like. Um, you know, I, I, freshman year at the end of the year, um, you know, we had the whole infield was open. I, I played shortstop. Um, you know, that was kind of their plan. I think at least at first was kind of like, it was kind of my job to lose. It was wide open, but I think, you know, yeah. they kind of had their eyes set on me at least to, to start. And they had said, you know, go home. You know, the one thing you need to do, you're there. You just got to put on some muscle. You got to get a little bit bigger. And that summer, man, I crushed it. I, I put on like 10 pounds, like you know, I worked worked really hard, yeah. um, and then I remember like July, I was playing summer ball up in Nashua, uh, in the Futures League, and I, I felt like I had a hamstring pull. Like it was so weird. It was just like when I was, you know, I mean, like it's just a hamstring. You know, tweak, yeah. tweak. I never really did anything to, to. It never really got better. I took some days off, you know, but it wasn't. And then it kept getting worse and worse and worse. Do you remember when you pulled it? No, dude. So it gets it gets better. So obviously I'm like crushing. Like I've never worked this hard. Like I I didn't really work much. I kind of devoted myself to the gym and eating right and and all that. And a lot it paid off, dude. Like I saw like you know you know major like everything got better. Like I was bigger, stronger. You know, um, was it playing a lot? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So I, I had a great summer and. Um, I got back to school and my hand, like my, it felt like it was like right in my hamstring, like right in my glute. Yeah. Just kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I think it was like third day of practice up there, my sophomore year, like third week of September. So just the start of my sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. I go down for a ground ball and just pff, my back just gives out. What? Yeah, dude. So it was so weird. Like I, I had to like get like literally carried to the training room. Were you like so? I'm curious, like, what did you do, like a movement? Were you running for the ball? Like, yeah, just like bent over to get a ground ball, like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? As the no, speaker sure. falls, but uh, something like that. So yeah. you know, I just thought like bad muscle pull. Yeah. And um, you know, like I went to the doctors the next day. I got an X-ray. Obviously, nothing's wrong structurally, bone wise. So they're like, yeah, you need an MRI. I wasn't getting better. I had this shooting pain down from literally my my ass right down to my feet, like shooting pain, your sciatic nerve. Um, I get an MRI, I get a herniated disc. I never knew what that was. Um, basically when you have like disc in your back, it's, you know, kind of loose Okay. and it's sitting on your sciatic nerve, which is the longest nerve in your body runs from your head to your toe. Um, little things like, dude, like getting into a car was miserable. Just like shooting pain. 
So I ended up redshirting that year. I, I, re, I tried rehabbing. I didn't want to get surgery just because, like, dude, back surgery at 19 is, like, a scary, scary thought. Holy fuck. So you have to get surgery to make it So I, I, wor- I, I, did, I redshirted. I didn't do anything. That was one of the, one of the worst years of my life um, just because you work so hard for something and it just gets taken away from you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Just like that. And I had no idea. Like I said, I thought it was a little hamstring pull, but it was my sciatica acting up and just yeah. one thing just blew it out. So I rehabbed for like eight, nine months, a lot of core work and, and back strength just didn't get better. Didn't so I got cut out. open in May. And then that year I took off. That was my first year without sports my entire life, like hockey or baseball. So and how, I was full-time baseball. Until, so you went into school, right? And you go into school in, in the fall. Yeah. Baseball, I mean, I'm, you guys are playing all, all year round. Oh, yeah, yeah, so man, it's, it's like, grind. at what point did this injury occur, like your freshman year? And it, then, it was like... July going into my sophomore year. So okay, my so you freshman did the whole summer. freshman year. Yeah, yeah, I was fine. I was fine. Like I yeah. said, I played a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then that that year, like it was also like it's kind of crazy because it was such a bad time. I'd never been hurt. Like I was in pain all the time. Like people, you don't understand when you have back problems. Like I'm, people who have back problems, listen to this, will relate. Like you never know how bad it is until you experience it. Like That's it's crazy. miserable, man. Um, and it ended up turning out to be like one of the best years of my life. Although, like I, you know, I was just. I was being an idiot in school, like getting in trouble, like not nothing major. You being know what I mean? Just like, yeah, just yeah, getting written up. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, being yeah. an idiot, just because I didn't have anything to do. I was so bored. Like yeah. things taken away from me. I'd never had a year off. Um, Probably in your but, whole life. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. So yeah. and I couldn't like lift nothing. Like I couldn't do anything, man. Holy it was fuck. miserable. Um, but it ended up turning out to be one of the best years of my life in the long run because that year off kind of opened my eyes to some things. Um, I was, when hockey ended my senior year of high school, we, we lost the state championship, um, to Hingham in the garden, um, like heartbreaking loss. That was, a, that was supposed to be my last hockey game of my life. And when it was over, I was That's like, crazy. dude, cause you know how hockey is, man. Like the, the uh, brotherhoods, like you just, you, you meet so many great people yeah. through the game. You just said that and I remembered my last hockey game. Yeah. Like, hockey game, and I was and like, you, I remember just, knowing, I looked at my buddy, I'm like, That's the last one. Like, yeah competitive one yeah I, like, I mean you get beer leagues but like yeah i mean obviously we're our, our beer league team is like so close our men's like yeah, yeah yeah yeah. but like it's yeah. not you're not playing competitively you know what i mean especially so, at your level like you play, like i didn't play division one hockey yeah. in the garden or anything you know what i mean like like, that's a big deal when you're like holy fuck like this is it you like, look around it. and you're like wow like this is crazy and it's, it's crazy like dating back now going back like when we lost i was you know, everything happens for a reason. And I had that, like, sour taste in my mouth for so long. Like, I didn't want to end my... And the whole time I was playing baseball my freshman year, I was, like, still felt, like, lost. I was like, this. Uh, I think I made the wrong decision. Like, I want to I wanna play hockey. This really? This is my sport, yeah. So that year off when I got hurt, my sophomore year of college, it kind of opened up my eyes. I, I was the type, like, once hockey was over, I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to... Right. I was just, like, wanted to kind of, you know, just, just get it away from me. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, like, I knew I kind of had that regret for yeah. not playing in college. So, friends with a lot of the kids on the team, you know, Moke and Berardi, like, all those guys, Kirk Gutting, Brett Strawn, like, I could name all of them. Yeah. Um, How did you all my best friends with them? Because you were playing baseball. And- yeah, I mean, I knew Joe. Joe grew up with me in Burlington. And then that year I was off, like, they, they love to have fun. Like, you know, I mean, they're around a lot more. So, yeah, I started yeah, hanging yeah. out with them. Uh, and I mean, I played with and against some of those guys, so they kind of knew, and I kind of just threw out the idea, like, hey, you know, they were kind of going through a coaching change. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I might try to play next year, but, like, at the time, I was like, dude, I got to have back surgery. Like, this, this is, is say, such like, a long shot. Even, yeah. So, this is, like, April before I was getting surgery in a month. Um, 
you know, it was a tough decision. I, I went and sat down with my baseball coach uh, right before I left to get surgery. I got surgery right after final, sophomore year. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, hey, you know, this year was a lot for me. Um, a lot of, like, reflecting, a lot of what I want to do. Like, I got two years left of school, three years if I wanted to go to grad school and play an extra year. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I want to do. And I was like, you know, I hope you can understand. Like, I want to do both. And he was like, um, ironically, he went to Franklin Pierce and did the same thing, but he went there for hockey and then played baseball. So no it was kidding. like, he was like, dude, I'd be a hypocrite if I told you like, go ahead. That'd be awesome. Right. So once I got that off my chest, like that was bugging me. I was like, is this guy going to doubt my commitment? Sure, like, is this guy going to be know? like, Hey, you're off the team. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, know? you know, I, I got surgery, skated a lot that summer and I had no idea, man. Like I was just going to go. Cause I looked at it. I was like. I don't want to graduate here and say, like, what if I did this? I was like, yo, if yeah. I try out and I don't make the team, like, whatever, man. I, at least I tried. Like, I, I tried to do it. I don't have any regrets. I'll just go back to baseball full time. But um, became close with a lot of those guys. There was a coaching change there. Uh, Sean Walsh is the coach now. He kind of went in with, like, an open mind, I think. You know, he said, you know, I don't know any of you guys. It's kind of just an open tryout. And, um, you know, I wasn't the wasn't the reason, you know, we had so much success. But I was, like, more of a glue guy. Like, I, I you know. With my teammates, always close with everybody, you know, yeah. third, fourth line. culture fit. Yeah, kill, killed some penalties. Like, yeah. you know, played my role. And, and like I said, it, it was a, it was that year that, that sucked. My sophomore year turned out to be – because I don't know if I didn't get hurt. I, I always say this all the time to my parents. Like, I would have probably just ended up playing baseball. Because I wasn't going to just – if I was playing, I wouldn't have been like, yo, I, like, I want to play hockey now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's crazy how, how stuff that's works a, out. That's – it's a fucking crazy story. Crazy, Thanks for sharing yeah. it. I was exci- like, I was excited just to bring you obviously mm. have you on the podcast, but just to kick it with you too, man. I mean, it's nothing like story. I'm not like you know, it's not like a Tom Brady six round pick. No, six but, like, goals, I think but it's a lot of people are like, like, dude. I think that like, there's like so many things we could dive in there, and, and I think one of the things is that like, there's somebody listening to this that their life goal is to become a college player, yeah. baseball player at SNU. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, SNU is a, I don't know, are they still kind of a powerhouse oh, yeah. in baseball? Yeah, oh, yeah, they kill it. Yeah, I remember, like, they were say. fucking nasty, like, yeah. when, when we were there. But, um, but I mean, what, so, like, you, you obviously were, were good at hockey, right? Which one were you better at, like, would you say? Dude, I don't know. I mean, probably, like, growing up, I'd say hockey, but yeah. uh, the more, like, I took three years off from, so, like, I played in high school in my senior year. Right. And, you know, didn't play freshman year because I was playing baseball. Sophomore year, I was hurt. And then junior year of college, I made the hockey team and was playing baseball for – played two sports for a semester. And then uh, that's the ending of the story. Like, you know, uh, my junior year, I made the hockey team. I was so happy. Like, yeah. But we were in season then. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hockey starts in September. Baseball yeah. is like kind of fall ball. You're not really playing. Yeah. And I had already been friends with the baseball because I've been with them for two years. So my main focus was to kind of get acclimated with those guys and really show my work ethic. Not like, you know, and I give them credit all the time. Like my exit speech at, at school when I was done playing, I, was, I said to the team, the hockey team, I was like, you guys could have treated me. Like, yo, fuck this kid. Like, why is he... Sure. After two years, you didn't play juniors. You didn't, like, take the same route as me. You got... That's they they could have just treated yeah. me like shit. And Maybe been, that's like, why I think you're older, too. Yeah. Because mostly hockey guys, they do fucking two years of juniors. Yeah. Like, my buddy's senior at UMass Dartmouth, I was just with him. He's 24, going yeah. 25, and, like... Like you're 22 and graduated already a year. Yeah. Like I think of sometimes as he was like an athlete, and I'm like older. Maybe yeah. that's no, I, I hear you. And but yeah. but they like they took me in with open arms. Like they yeah. were awesome to me. It's like literally changed my whole college career. And like yeah. I said, I kind of took that time. And then my f- I missed so much baseball in the fall just because I was trying to. I made the team, and then I was trying to find a role for myself. 
um, and hockey and, like I said, get acclimated with the team and, and get going. And, like, I hadn't played in two and a half years. So that was my main focus. Holy fuck. Didn't play. I, I had to watch my hours as, like, an NCAA rule where you can only do 20 hours a week. Like, you can only practice for 20 hours. And I thought with, with two sports it's 20-20, but no. It's, like, whether you play one sport or, or 10. So how does that you work? You get 20. So you have to, like, manage your hours. So I was going to, like, all my hockey stuff in the, in the fall – because I was in season. That's how kind of we worked it out. And then like any hours extra I had, I had like five hours, I would go to baseball practice. So, so I was like going to hockey in the morning, um, going to lift, going to class, then going to baseball practice to either watch or play depending on how my hours were. And I get home at like 7.30. Like I was going to- This is insane. Crazy, man. It was crazy. So how come, did you feel ever, so, did you feel like a challenge that like you kind of were getting special treatment or like other kids kind of, because you were playing. Yeah. Like, uh, I wasn't playing much in baseball. No. Right. Well, well you was, still hurt. Yeah. Well, no, no. I was back. I was back. But I was like, I missed the whole, my whole sophomore year, yeah. right? I came in, played hockey my junior year in the fall. Yeah. And then- like, I was only getting, like, five hours of baseball time a week. So, like, how am I going to play? So then that's when kind of before the Christmas break, my junior year, I sat down with a baseball coach. I was like, listen, man, like, I'm not fully committed to baseball. Like, I don't know how Why? much I'm going to play. Why did you choose hockey? Or, like, I just, dude, I, I had a better, I had a, you know, kind of that team has so many guys, the baseball team, right? There's yeah. so many good players. How there. many like, players on a baseball team? I don't know. I've never played baseball. I mean, there's normally like 35. I thought there was, there was like 3,000 Oh, there's like 60. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. But they're all like great players, man. Like, yeah. you get like D1 oh, transfers. Athletes. Yeah. And if it's kind of one of those things where I felt at least, and I'm sure other people too, once you kind of, you know, uh, you might – it might be your turn to, to start or your opportunity, but kind of if you miss that or get hurt and you get passed and the other guy, it's like his, it's, you get passed. You know what I mean? So like that year I got hurt really screwed me yeah. in terms of playing time. So I was yeah. like, was there a guy what? ahead of you? Yeah. I mean, it, my best friend, Josh Goldstein, he plays every day. Yeah, I'm yeah. so happy for him. He's my roommate my, for two years. Talked to him every day. Yeah. Um, and he plays now. He's still there. He did his grad year. He's, you know, captain of the team. Him. Uh, yeah. So it's awesome. And he was a hockey guy too. So it, it kind of worked out, but yeah, I was, uh, I was, devoting like too much time to both and like I was starting to play a little more in hockey I got scratched like the first five games just because I wasn't ready I hadn't played in three years yeah um and then like I said after before Christmas break my junior year I sat down with baseball coach I was like listen man like this is crazy like I have 14 hour days like I can't even have a social life I was still with Miranda for four years like granted she was great um, you know, gave me the time to, to kind of pursue that, but I, it was just taking up way too much. I was gassed. Like, so I just said, you know what, I'm going to go with hockey. I hope you can understand. And they were like, dude, we support you hundred percent. They, they came watch me play all the baseball coaches, all the baseball guys were that's so awesome. happy for me. Yeah, it was great. It was like, and that's part of the reason why it's like so hard to, to give it up. You yeah. Know what I mean, it's like, I had such a great career and it was so fun. And I was, like I said, I have nothing special. Like I wasn't even like a, the best player on the team. I just loved like the guys and, 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 you know, kind of the camaraderie in the room. Yeah. And I just was like a glue guy. Like I was friends with everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? I was so thankful to be there that like, I just kind of wanted to soak everything in and just enjoy it all. Yeah. Cause it was such a crazy yeah. ride. Like I, if you were to tell me my freshman year, like going in there, my freshman year of college playing baseball said you would graduate a hockey player and, you know, play 80% of the games you're on the team for the two years, win a ship, win a championship, end it like that. I would have said you're fucking crazy. Yeah, no like, fucking way. Yeah, right? like it's crazy how things end up, and you know, like I, said, son, I wouldn't right? change it. Yeah, he's the man. This he sounds similar. Yeah, well, he had the Tommy John. He's like similar kind of. I stories. love his podcast, and yeah. I think you know, like we talked about it before. Like you're, like you kind of have that same. You know, you do music, but you also have a podcast too, and like talking about life and For stories. Sure. Like he's, I love Mike Sutton. That's crazy, yeah. dude. It's so fu- isn't it fucking weird too how like 
we went through the same education system and had polar opposite experiences. Like, it's yeah. fucking gnarly. And I think, like, like I don't know. Because you started your music stuff, what, your junior? Yeah, so junior year, I started taking it pretty serious. Freshman year, my buddies, uh, we were freestyling in the dorm, yeah. right? And then, well, I uh, remember you posted something on Instagram. I think I was a sophomore, and that's when you started to get a little bit, like... Yeah, so I was a... You were a sophomore when what? I was a senior? Senior, yeah, but your freshman year, I remember, like, freshman year spring, so your junior year spring, you started to get... I started hearing this, yeah. and then sophomore year, you kind of took off. You started, like, being more open about it. You posted oh, your sure. freestyle on your Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when, like, obviously, I like I said, I knew you, yeah. but we weren't as close as we are today. No, no, yeah, no, and absolutely, I, like... It's crazy. Yeah, no, I was fucking kind of, like... I I was never like an athlete, right? I played club hockey. Actually, whoa, I'm fucking lying, dude. I went to SNU to play lacrosse. Did you really? Sometimes I didn't know that. that. Yeah, dude. Well, I lasted fucking three captain's practices and I quit. Were you, like you were a recruit, you were being on. You're gonna be on the team, everything. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. shit. And I, I didn't quit know that. because I was like, I was like, I went into Calkins' room like three practices in. I was like, hey, to be honest, I realized I don't love lacrosse. I love the boys, and like I loved playing in high school. Like I was good for my division, like Division three. Like I wasn't anything special, but um. I was just like, I want to play club hockey. I was friends with all the club hockey kids yeah. anyway, so I'm like, let me just fucking play puck with the boys. And so... It's just like... I didn't even like lacrosse anyways. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, nothing against those guys, but like, And I that was the thing guy. with baseball, too. Like, I, I loved it. Yeah. But <clears throat> I always had baseball season turn into hockey season, yeah. and then vice versa. You know what I mean? Like, winter was hockey, and then... Yeah. When hockey's over, it's like, all right, weather's getting nice, it's baseball season. But yeah. when I was playing baseball year-round, like, dude, I was, we were going, like, 40 hours a week in the winter inside. I was like, dude, this is not me, man. And you guys like, were all, I mean, I feel like every time I saw a baseball oh. player, you guys were heading to lift, heading to practice. Like, yeah. you guys, did I you mean, guys? I, I have all the respect in the world for them. Like, it's just the craziest schedule. How ever. did you manage, so there's so many people that come with excuses because they don't, they find, like, they don't have enough time to do things. Yeah. How the fuck did you manage your time? Dude, I mean, it was tough. Like I said, I... When I, so when I was schedule? playing both sports for that one semester, my junior year was mm-hmm. hockey was six days a week, practice was seven to nine. So I met baseball lifted seven to eight. So like the baseball coach was like, yeah, it's not like you're doing nothing. Like you're in hockey season, go to hockey practice. So I'd go to hockey practice from seven to nine, go to class till like, you know, uh, two-ish. And I had to make my schedule around hockey practice in the morning. So I couldn't take 8 a.m.s and baseball practice, which was... 3.30 to 7 in the fall. Does the school help you operate with that at all or no? No, I just had to make it all work. Thankfully, like, obviously, Snu had so many... I was young, too. Like, I didn't... It wasn't like I was a senior. Like, I needed to take this class. Yeah. So I had, you know, practice from 7 to 9. would go to class till, like, 2. And then go to baseball from, like, 3.30 to 7. And, like, even if, like I said, if, like, I wasn't practicing, I was only practicing two, two days a week because of the hours, like, I still didn't want to, like, not show up. Damn. So I'd still sit there and, like, be with the guys, the baseball guys, for, yeah. like, four hours. I wouldn't get... Back to my room till eight. It was homework. Go to bed. Glue guy, you know. Dude, yeah, guy, that's that's that's. <laughs> so that you, was my role. A lot of guys I know that you know play college sports. There's kind of like this rule, like a seventy-two hour rule. Um, I mean, you said like you like to party and shit, obviously. Yeah, we had fun. So, I mean, like you said, you didn't really have time off. So, I mean, when you finally got time off to kind of party and be yourself, did you feel like you kind of like let loose a lot? No, I mean, I, I never really. I was never like crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I like to have fun, but yeah, kind of. Uh, when I was. Thankfully, I think we had hockey always had Sundays off. So, and sometimes for baseball, we had Sundays off too. So, kind of just Saturday, I'd, I'd have fun, like just kind of forget about everything. And, and I was mostly hanging with the hockey guys like the whole time. Like, they became like my best friends. Like, I did right, everything right, with them. Right, right, yeah. But I'll, obviously, I was still friends with the baseball guys. Like, I lived with them my junior year because going into yeah. junior year, I didn't know if I was going to play hockey or baseball. I was friends, more friends with the baseball kids. Like, I lived with them. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, it was fun, man. Like, I, it's like, it's crazy, crazy story. How, how did you fucking motivate yourself to like, dude, like I said, like some people, like, I think we're downplaying a little bit. Like still, it's, it's a really big accomplishment, dude. There are people out there who their dreams to play college sports. There's, just, there's yeah. people dreams to like get on their varsity high school team right now. And like, you've done, especially you, hockey, yeah, they, uh, try out start Monday. Try out start Monday. Remember, we got that? some hockey guys yeah. listening, dude. Like, like there's like a lot of people out there who are, like, like they, they struggle with that. Right. But like. You conquered them all, right? And then, you know, we haven't got into it yet, but then you got your college degree. Yeah. And you graduated. Now you're in, you're in the working world, which we'll get to. But I yeah. guess if you have any type of, like, advice or, like, words of wisdom for people that kind of want to take that path, they don't necessarily have to do two sports like you. But, like, um, I don't know. Do you have any advice on time management or what, what worked for you? Yeah, I mean. As an athlete. Yeah, I just kind of just take it one day at a time, one, one task at a time. Like, I was, I'm always going, going, going. Like, I can't sit down. Like, I stay up late wake up early like I I've just always been that type of person but yeah um I just think just no regret really that that was kind of my my main goal just because like I said I, that year off when I was hurt kind of opened my eyes to some things I wanted to do and I missed hockey so much so I kind of went into it like I, I don't care if I make the team or not okay I want to at least um you know attack this and and try to live with no regret like I said if I make the team or not I can look back in 10-15 years and say you know what I, I tried like, I didn't make the team. I tried. If I made the team, like, great. I did this. Like, I accomplished it. Um, and I've always been, like, a persistent kid. Like, I, I you know, I, I go after my dreams and try to – and, like, I'm doing that right now, trying to get into sports media. Yeah. Um, I kind of just have a tough time taking no for an answer, I guess. It's interesting. So, like, I was listening – so, I'm reading this book called Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, mm-hmm. uh, audibly. Um, I've heard it over fucking three times over and over. And um, one of the laws I was listening to on the way up here is Love Lee Steffer, and I fucking love it. And it kind of goes in line with what you're saying, um, that the universe operates as it should be. And you need to practice total and complete acceptance of every situation, right? So looking back, if you look back and say, hey, at the end of the day, I was going to quit baseball, and I was, sorry, I was going to move on to hockey, I don't want to say quit. No, I yeah, like, I mean, I, like, I, I just like to move on to hockey, and like that's all that was ever going to happen. Like that's how the universe operates. Yeah, right. Do you think that if you didn't get hurt, that you would have played baseball? That's what I'm saying, hockey? and that's what I say to my parents all the time. Like, it was such a terrible year. Like I was in pain so much. Like yeah. I pain. Like I'll play through injuries. You know what I mean? But like your back. Like I have. A, I had back surgery at 19. You know what I mean? Like oh, so the you same had the surgery. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got hernia disc oh, surgery. I didn't even have it. Yeah, dude. I got a big scar. It looks like a tramp stamp in my back. <laughs> But, yeah, so I had surgery May, May of 2017. Was that kind of scary? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you had surgery before. No, first surgery ever. I'd been healthy my whole life. Like, I popped my shoulder a few times, separated my shoulder. But it's terrifying. Kind of just throw it back in. It's the same surgery Rob Gronkowski had. So I had, I had kind of used him as a motive, like, motivational story. Like, dude, he's the best tight end ever. Missed his whole senior year of college for the same injury, back surgery. That's herniated Came back, too? Yep, same thing. Had it two more times than the pros. So he's had it three times. I've had it once. And I was just kind of looking at it like, I mean, this he guy can do, can do it. Obviously, like, he gets top-notch treatment. I'm just, you know what I mean? But just it was scary, back. man. Like, I'm, I'm definitely going to have some, some you know, repercussions later in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? But whatever. Just stay healthy. And I've had no problem since, which is great. Like I said, I played two years of hockey. That's a contact sport. Yeah. Definitely, like. You move great. Yeah, from what fun. I know. Um, <laughs> Immensely. Yeah. After a couple of Bud Lights, but. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brings me to my next point, though, like kind of like what you were just saying. Um, so you said that it was kind of the toughest year of your life at that point. Ended up kind of being a blessing in disguise. Yeah. When you were in it, though, I'm sure 
I'm assuming, but I'm sure maybe there were a couple like lows mentally as well. Like, oh yeah. Maybe there's a couple of you know self doubt like on what your future's gonna be like if you're even gonna play baseball. Yeah, man. Maybe you never know if a surgery's gonna go wrong. You can be paralyzed. You yep. know, thinking the worst things. <laughs> when you were when you were in there, you know, you're going into surgery. I just want to slow it down. You're going in there, right? And you're 19 years old. Well, I had rehab too. I did PT for nine months and it just wasn't working. Holy fuck! Yeah, so like nine they, months is a long time. For yeah, anything. it was That's... from September to April, and then I was just finally like, right after I was the just surgery, so, you had that before surgery, just before surgery, because like they oh didn't want to cut me open. They didn't want to back surgery at 19. Like but that's even obviously that shit's not working. Last resort, like, is this, is yeah. So that, that's kind of when I was just like. I sat down. With my parents and was like, "Fuck this, man! Like this is like I'm in so much pain. Like I, I'm going to PT four days a week. And how long were you in pain for? Dude, like nine months, eight months. Same thing, never got better. Like, I took me, like, people don't understand. Like, it took me forever to get out of bed. Like, it was awful. Like, how long? Like, how long? I mean, I'd wake up and be in pain, like, a couple minutes. Like, that's a long time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had, you know, and my mom was, like, so worried about me, like, oh, like, don't get into pain, like, pain medication. And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I mean, like, I'm an athlete, but it was so hard. I mean, like, you know, a couple ibuprofens would help a little bit, but. What what motivated uh, you when you were in that time of like just like nothing's be, fucking working, man. Not being in pain, and then I like I said when I finally got cut open, like this is a surgery people have when they're like sixty seven years old. I was just like, I don't care about later in life. Like I'm just I don't want to be nineteen twenty and be in pain all day. Yeah, like fuck it, just like let's all get rid day, of it. Yeah. yeah, let's get rid of it. Damn. You know, so so you had the surgery, and then you um, is it kind of how does it work? What's the recovery process look like? Uh, it was it was like eight weeks. Um, it's kind of one of those things they just shave the disc off. Yeah. So I have like one. I'm missing a disc in my back. So well, what the fuck? Yeah. So it's kind of crazy. Is it like a metal insert or some shit? No, just just I guess it's like it's an L five. It's like right above your tailbone. Uh huh. Um, so I mean that's obviously as you get older and your back starts to get a little you know, beat up. Yeah. It's going to probably give me some repercussions and, and affect me, but it's fine now. At and least you get to live with no pain. Yeah. Right now, right? Man. I mean, I'm fine now. So it's like, you know, I don't want to make this like a bigger story than it is. It's just that that's, no, that's cool. I, that was my, right, you know, that somebody could be going for... to that surgery tomorrow Yeah, yeah. and they could hear this, this, I dude, it, that's the reason why I asked so in depth is like, I've had the craziest people point out things to me. They're like, like things I didn't even realize that I'm saying in my songs or the podcast. Or, or dude, like you don't, you don't even. Exp- would you, if I told you five years ago you'd be doing this right now? I'd flew up, fly out to LA. Mm-hmm. If people don't know that. Yeah. I'm trying to keep it quiet, but I, no, 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 yeah. no. no we, talk, we talk about it too. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Like you, you fly out to LA. Yep. You're sitting there. Or someone wants to to sign you in the label deal. Yeah. Like, dude, like that. If you, if I were to tell you that five no. years ago, you'd be like, what no. the hell? And it was kind of the same thing with my athletic career. Obviously, it's over now and. You know, it's kind of struggling with life after sports and trying to find things that interest me and, and different mm-hmm. things to get my mind off things. But, um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you can relate to it in a, in a different industry. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. And most things, just like impact, right? And that's yeah. why I say that. Like, you, we, somebody could be in the hospital recovering from that surgery right now and be like, fuck, like, damn, I'm feeling it. Or, like, they could be they could be in pain right now in rehab. Their yeah. rehab is working. They're like, you know what, fuck, I'll get the surgery. Spags got the surgery. I heard one <laughs> kids at work podcast. Gronk, Gronk. Gronk got the surgery. You, you never fucking know, yeah. right? Um, that's why the media is so fucking great, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, you know, obviously Gronk plays for the Patriots, but you were looking at him like, hey, man, this shit worked out for him. Maybe it'll yeah. work out for me. Yeah. But, um, so... It's the Kids at Work podcast. Let's fucking get going about kids that now have to go to work, right? Yeah. So that's a little bit of the background right there, um, which is a fucking crazy story. Crazy, yeah. trying, Dude, I didn't know that. No, you didn't? So I love... No, the best thing is fucking t- having like my buds on here and shit. Yeah. It's like you talk to like, you talk to your buds on like service level. Sometimes you can get deep and like it's always good to have heart-to-hearts with people. When you have a fucking podcast, it's a, it's a heart-to-heart. Yeah. So it's like you just find out so much more about people. So it's cool. But um, you graduate college with, with what degree? What do you- uh, business admin, 
yeah. and uh, communication minor. Okay, word. So, yeah, that kind of fits in with what you want to do and what you're doing right yeah, now. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, I'm in business now. I'm doing sales, just like, you yeah. know, SDR role. Um, How's it going for you? It's going well. I mean, uh, I was definitely so, uh, in a rut, you know, like... Mm-hmm. I graduated. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I mean, it wasn't like a rut. I just like, like I said, it was just an adjustment. Like I graduated first or second week of May and I was working full time. And like my dad said to me before, he's like, welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. Like that's where, you know what I mean? Like it's true. And I was like, holy shit, man. Like there's no breaks now. Like I'm living for the weekend. There's no summer. Yeah, there's no summer. And like the whole time I was working, cause I had internships that were nine to five um, in college. Oh, I just did. yeah, okay. just kind of felt in similar role like getting ready for this, yeah. and I just knew like you know, just get to August and then you go back to school and it's sports like yeah, yeah. you know what I mean that's just to make money so you can survive in college right yeah and yeah, then yeah you get to September and you're like like I'm still here bro there's no ending to this this is like and that that was tough for me adjustment wise because I had, my whole life been sports 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 it's like and obviously I'm doing stuff on the side now I got a podcast for the Patriots yeah got over you know sneaky plug here but like yeah been working no, at it since it high out. school yeah. eight thousand followers for patriot stuff um but trying to get into the media world like reporter beat writer stuff like that cover the team that, yeah. but that it's so hard in boston with the sports being so popular it's a hot oh, bed I mean, for sports there's four great teams this is like the hotbed of america for sports the hardest yeah. job to get and those positions are kind of filled oh my right? god it's so hard for years right yeah. these guys have been in these chairs for 30 years exactly so yeah. that's like ultimately my dream job so that's kind of like a side gig i'm working on i do that for fun mostly yeah um but you know i gotta pay bills somehow so um i'm working now in sales and i i don't know if i you know i'm decent at it i, I enjoy it for the most part but yeah. Um, it's like an adjustment for me because it's been sports, 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 and even on the side it is, and now I'm doing sales, which is like completely against it. So it's like it's like your whole life you're doing things you were actually passionate about, yeah. and now nine to five out of eight to five out of the week you yeah. focus on something you're not necessarily passionate. Yeah, about. Not, I mean it's like like I, like I said, I, I like it and it's mm-hmm. I'm good at it and I don't mind it. The money's good and it's good to be working and um, it kind of open opens up your you know opens up your knowledge to other you know, industries and, and yeah. other likings. I can relate, bro. But yeah, for I mean, sure. like I said, you, you went nine to five, quit. Dude, for... I went, yeah, I was working, in, I was working sales, same thing as you. I was doing like BDR. Yeah, you want to take a pee break? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to pee break. Be back. <laughs> back from a, uh, Back from a little break zone. Um, quick beer. I haven't finished mine yet. Um, quick dip in a beer. Love it. Um, so yeah. Um, anyways, we're talking. I I uh, I did sales, so I did. I was a BDR as well as, and then I turned into like kind of like my own account executive and staffing. You do like full cycle sales or whatever. Um, anyways, I remember uh, you used to prank call me at work. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Fun fact: you used to prank call Spags and act like I had deals from the close. It's kind of fucked up because like sales was fucking hard. <laughs> the first time you got me, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll set you up with a call, no problem. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but yeah, she was uh, she was kind of she was kind of dope. Fuck the fuck, fuck. What was that? Um, what was I just talking about? Oh, things on the side, bro. It's interesting because like I feel like so many people. Like you're like you're saying you kind of want to get in sports media yeah. and shit like yeah. that. Um, there's a saying that I kind of came up with when shit wasn't working for me. Um, I really haven't talked about this, but I fucking I used to always want to like when you're making music, it's a very individual thing. And so you look at other artists, you're like, wow, this guy's getting hundred thousand plays. This guy's getting a million plays. This guy's getting this many likes. This guy's getting this. You're always comparing, and like maybe they're with this label. They maybe they have this photographer working with them or all this bullshit. They know this influencer, and like you want to be a part of their team. 
a lot of times you can't be a part of the team just yet. So we were just talking about how some like like Boston is a you know sports media, the hub of sports media, Hot bad, man. right? And so like all these positions seem to be filled. Like my ex girlfriend, she used to want to be a. a, a um, a news anchor or unless you want to be in broadcasting yep. and like a lot of people that are news anchors have been with like channel five for the last like 20 years internships exactly and, and so i invented the saying at the time was like if you can't be on the team just make one right and that's what i came with that's when i invented mih to make it happen because i was like fuck i don't have a team there was a couple guys who like i wanted to be like you know in their fucking click yeah and like i was like fuck i don't have one so i was like i'm just gonna build my own one right same thing that goes for like and now it's worked for me. And same thing. That's kind of it's just like a little long term game. Like same things go with like podcasts. You're like fuck. Like I kind of if you want to like hop on this guy's podcast or whatever, hit him up. Hit him up or just you know start your own. Yeah. If you want to be podcast and start your own. So like you're saying you know you got this sports thing going. And it's, and it's it's cool too because with social media, social media like has its pros and cons. Uh huh. But in this particular industry, I think it's it's great because you can network yourself, right? Like yeah. in past years, like all these guys that have been there and like they're on, you know, 98.5 Felgram Maz, like those type of guys, mm-hmm. they had to work. They're, they're doing internships in high school and college, like writing on newspapers. And yeah. you don't necessarily have to do that now because it's all about your brand. Like it's all, you can network yourself and I'm sure Fast. it's the same thing with music too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Network, every, every, I, that's the reason why I have that. Well, I had that sit down with that label. That's the reason why everything's fucking work, dude. I it's just fucking improving your network, and that's why LinkedIn is literally like an underrated platform that I've yeah. been really use a lot, utilizing. I know you're on there too, looking all looking all good and shit. But um, that's interesting. I mean, so like, is the podcast yours specifically? Did you? No, it's um, it's through SB Nation, which is the it's it's like a partnership with Sports Illustrated. What's the name of it? So uh, you plug it up. Patriot so Nation podcast it? drops every Friday morning. Every Friday came morning. out today. I forgot to tweet it out, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's cool. I mean, uh, I got I got a guy Pat Lane with me. He's he's in his thirties. He's got three kids. Mm-hmm. Season ticket holder for the Patriots. One of my best friends to this day. Uh, I've got to know him literally through social media and and writing for this website. Is, is he like um, your age group? No, he's a little older. He just does it on the side as a teacher. He 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 loves doing it as a from a fan perspective. And That's obviously, awesome. he's like you know if anything presented itself money wise, I could support my family. Yeah, um, I'd jump into it too. But obviously, me being young and and still living at home, just graduating, it kind of gives me some leeway. Yeah. Um, I'd say for my, you know, my plan is just to continue to do it because I love doing it. Whether I'm getting, in, you know, I get a little chunk of, you know, a little bit of money just doing it on the side from a fan perspective. But yeah. if anything were to present itself and be able to support myself for it, that's my dream job. I'm jumping on it. But like at the same time, you got to be able to That was like music when I was in, like when I was working and then like I got to a point where I was like, like that jump. Like I hit that period where I was like, holy shit, I could like pay my bills. Like yeah. let's fucking go. Like, you know what I mean? No questions asked. Um, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, dude, you have so much fucking opportunity. Like you said, you're 22. Like, how yeah. long have you been on the sports podcast? Um, I've been doing this since. It's kind of funny. In, in high school, I started it. Oh fuck! I started my own blog, and my account was it was like six one seven Sports Boston or something, and I had like a team of my buddies writing. You know, we wrote like every day about anything. anything really? Boston sports. Yeah. So, I've had my Twitter since 2013, and then kind of when they went to college and kind of you know they kind of. You know, they were busy doing other things. I was just like, I still like doing this. I'm going to make my own personal account. So I made my own personal account. Obviously, like I said, you know, I got 8,000 followers on it that yeah. um, just do some Patriots insight on it. And like I said, it's more for fun now. Um, but I do take it serious enough where like, you know, my name's on that. So like if anybody looks at it, um, you know, that's me and that's, you know, that's what I'm doing. And I'm trying to work towards my dream job, I guess you could say. And I don't really necessarily know. Like I'd love to be in radio 
host like a talk show host or like be a podcast host or work for, you know, like an ESPN or something like that. But that's so far down the road. Yeah. Um, but it's it's gonna be it'll be interesting, like I said. Dude, I think I might have like I'm a little, little off air action. I might have some like good like some advice or like some things that we could talk Absolutely. about. Absolutely. Like probably like oh, because I definitely I, I deal with that right. Like, yeah. Literally, sim- just different, different industries, different but industries. it's the same thing. It's the same. It's goal. all the same shit, dude. Yeah. It's all the same shit, but it's just like. Like you have so much. I mean, I've I listen I listen to your podcast yeah. and like you you sound fucking great. And I mean, Thanks. obviously, yeah, I mean, everyone's listening. To this, they're like, wow, he sounds fucking great right here too. <clears throat> so I mean, I'm sure you could fucking dominate a space like that. Yeah, be fucking dope to build build a brand. Is there anybody else who's? I mean, like who who rules it? I mean, does Barstool kind of rule? I mean, Barstool's no. more entertainment, right? I mean, that's more like that's uh, that'd they cover be sports a dream, too. That'd be a like, dream job too. Like I'm literally like at the point where it's like I'll take anything that can support myself with. You know what I mean? Um, just because I've worked for six years. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I grew up with Mikey Grinnell, who obviously runs Chicklets, Spitting Chicklets. Um, I was best friends with his little brother growing up. I literally grew up in their house. So I'm friends with him. He's kind of helped me. He's been a resource for me. Cool. Um, some other Barstool guys like Jerry Thornton's a Patriot guy. Like, that, you know, you get to know people in that industry like you do, you do with music. You know, Absolutely. Arizona Zervis, like, Absolutely. unreal. Like, he's unreal music. You Number know, one him. song in the world right and now. And it's all, it's all about who you know, really. Yeah, That's yeah, all yeah. it is. So it's, like, kind of basing ideas off, get get a lot of top-notch Patriot guys in my podcast to kind of develop a relationship with them. Yeah. God forbid anywhere, you know, gets me in, in a year or two, I need something, you know, I can kind of hit them up down the road, and they, they, they Networking, know me. man. Yeah. Networking, man. I mean, hey, maybe MIHC, the sports division, we could start fucking developing right now, man. <laughs> I wouldn't mind setting you up with a camera here and having yeah. you run a fucking that episode. That would be bad. That'd be fucking... That wouldn't be bad. Anything you can use to fucking... Exactly. Grow the platform and expand too. Well, that's fucking dope. Good background that was a long background but that was yeah. fucking that's a that's a that's me though that, that's I mean? you that's, that's all you and you've been you you're you're a relationship guy yep been four at it for years. a minute just like me like i well you know i was sad face but uh <laughs> yeah, i've been with uh miranda for four years she's awesome she's great shout out to miranda what's her last name pelican pelican miranda yep. pelican i've met her a couple times yeah you have. yeah that's fucking beautiful she's, she's, she's from she's burlington too she's from rhode island we met in oh. college four years just about four years ago four so. years ago crazy dude so um where the where the fuck does Ryan Spagnoli go now man we got the background right we yeah got the past, I don't know I'm just plugging place. away yeah um definitely doing better with um obviously I worked in Boston like yeah um I worked at it with John Camaro one of my best friends who's one of your best friends yeah. that's how kind of we got close oh that brings me to a point and I wanted then, to back it up too you said you hit you, you said you hit like a before we go that, because I don't want to go go forward just yet, um, you said you hit like a little bit of a rut, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just Can like talk, a, dude, mad a, people are in ruts. Yeah, not That's like it. a rut, man. It's just like it was an adjustment that I wasn't used to, like, um, and like talk to my friends about it too. Like you, like I said, you go sports, sports, sports. You're committing yourself every day to yeah. something that you're passionate about, and then you jump into a job nine to five that is like a, it's a whole new whirlwind like it's a whole new life and you kind of feel robotic at times you know what i mean like Fuck you yeah. wake what, what up got you through it though like what like what what helps just you know like family friends okay men's league and like i love hockey i wish for, wish, wish i was forward to yeah like i i'm at every single game because i like that's Bro, you need it that's my like that's what i look forward to every single week yeah yeah you know what i mean and i obviously have regrets i could have went back for a red since i redshirted that year i was off mm-hmm. you get 4 years of eligibility obviously some schools are 5 years of a grad program I kind of had that and still kind of do, but it's, it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. could have went back for grad school. Obviously it's, you know, a boatload of money Yeah, and that's just opening up another can of worms Yeah, here we um, go again. <laughs> to play another year. But I was like, dude, we, we won our, we won our conference, yeah. uh, first time in five years. It kind of yeah. shocked a lot of us. Not a big deal. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah. It was a crazy story. Like I, how, I wasn't at Stu at that time. Yeah. It was fucking dope. So that, that, uh, I was just kind of like, you know what? I went out on top, you know, you, you're not going to really top that feeling. It was like my best friends. Yeah. So I was like, 
I'd rather go out on top than go back a year. And what'd that feel like? Dude, I mean, did you guys? Unreal. When's the last time you guys won the ship? Twenty fourteen. So none of those guys, none of those guys. Then we beat our rivals, Saint A's. Yeah. Uh, shout out Kirk Gunning played unbelievable that game. Had like fifty six. Go Kirk. <laughs> Kirk's still there, though, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a, he's senior now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I talked to him a couple of times. Stud. I should have him on here, man. That's fucking cool, dude. What was it like? Um, did you were you were you seeing playing time then? Were you? Yeah, what, yeah. Huh? I played uh, my my junior year. So the first year I was on the team. I think I got scratched. The first nine games, just because I wasn't ready. Like I said, I hadn't played, you know, um, three years. But I was just, I didn't, I looked at it like, I'm lucky to be here. Like, I'm happy to be here regardless. Like, yeah. I was rooting for my team and mm-hmm. for those guys that were so close to me. And yeah. um, I got an opportunity, uh, they, you know, someone got hurt and played my first game right before Christmas break. Played pretty, pretty well and kind of stayed in the lineup ever since. Um, developed a little bit of a role. It's crazy because I was like, used to, you know, being like a skill guy, I guess you could say in hockey terms. Like, yeah, yeah. You're top six forward, you're getting power play time, scoring, like in high school, but your right, roles change. And then I go to college, same. I'm like a third, fourth liner, killing penalties, but Dude, some I embraced it. I was kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm here. This is what I want to do. I'm going to do anything I can to help contribute. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was awesome. Dude, there are like some pro hockey players. I forget who it was. He was like, yeah, like I was a skill guy my whole life. I get to the NHL and I'm here to fight people. Yeah. It's, and it's like, what the fuck, dude? You know what I mean? It's just like people are so fucking good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to flip it real quick, um, which I never really – it was a recommendation from somebody because um, I didn't really do this. I kind of run this like an interview and I th- I'm trying to stop doing that because yeah. like it needs to be more conversational. Um, so I'll flip it on you. If you have any questions like to ask me or like that comes yeah. to mind, well, I was, give it a rip. Like I said, we kind of have similar backgrounds in terms of like um, passionate about something and, and kind of obviously you have an adjustment in your life. Like how is it you quit your job? I think right around the time I stopped working in Boston, they got another job a little bit closer to home. Yeah. How is that? Like Dude, fucking quitting your nine to five and then yeah. you're at that point where I want to be where I'm like, now I'm, this is always been my goal my dream job is to be media and i'm not there yet yeah but it's like i want to what did it feel like to finally be like holy shit i'm here now and like this is my life like i can support myself doing this dude so a lot of times you look at the you know the saying the grass is green on the other side right it goes along with um i want to say this correctly that's a fucking good question uh jeezy one time said after he was getting interviewed, after he performed at the Oracle Arena, which is his hometown, right? So, like, it'd be me selling out the TD Garden in fucking three years. And he got interviewed after, and they were like, oh, so, like, you know, how does it feel that you, like, finally made it? And he was like, you know, like, it didn't hit me and because you're just working on the next thing. You're working on the next thing. The next thing, I need 1,000 plays. I need 10,000 plays. I need 100,000 plays. Open this clothing line. Doing this. Open for this tour. Blah, blah, blah. Hit this milestone. And he's like, it didn't hit me until I took, like, five seconds. I just stepped back, and I was like holy shit, like, I'm performing at the Oracle Arena, I sold it out, my name's on a ticket, ticket. there's two openers, you know? Um, I kind of attribute that to this, too. I finally hit this part where I was like, my paychecks are good enough in music that, like, I can just live off this shit. Fuck it, let's, like, let's do it, right? And so you go into it, and then it was cool, and it was dope, and it still is. It's just the pressure fucking ten times on. Because... Like, it's it's super, it's just a really individual thing. Like, you're, I'm trying to, like, run a business on my own. And it's just, like, super stressful when shit didn't work before, but I had a fucking salary, right? And I had, oh, if I, it doesn't matter if music doesn't really work out because I can go be a normal fucking white suburban dad and just, like, live well. Now it's like, all right, I quit all that. So, like, if this shit doesn't work out, then I have fucking nothing. And so it gets scary. Like, for instance, like, if you were, like, all right, I hit this point where, you know, I'm this media guy. You Let's say you get to this point. You remember, I'm two years older than you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, everybody's timeline is their own. But think about it that way, right? Two years from now or a year from now, you can fucking quit. You could have 
this whole cl- this clothing line. You could have like you could have this YouTube channel with five hundred thousand subscribers. You could have a podcast dropping it, like twice a week. Yeah, all the shit you could be touring doing doing your podcast live with shit. Right, that could fucking happen. Yeah. Right, that could literally happen. But like the pressures is fucking tenfold, and I feel it a lot now. So it's just like. It's a lot to keep up with um, because there are days when, like, I'll wake up and it's, like, it's not like you wake up and you, like... You, well, you're getting back into it now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back. So I'm, I'm looking back into the corporate job. So I fucking... I have, like... I've had two offers and then I have an in-person interview this Monday. Um, gonna get a little rip. And, uh, yeah, but a part of that is because, like, I'm a social person. I know you are as well. Huge difference between waking up every day and going to see a bunch of people and then work as a team. Like, we're sports people. You work in a team environment and then, like, sales, you're calling people. You're in a team environment, too, yeah. Yeah, you're closing fucking deals. Here, though, like, you wake up and, like, if you take five seconds, it's just silent, right? It's just quiet. So it's like, I have my whiteboard and I have to do that because you have to give yourself a schedule. Because if I don't, I could just be lazy because at the end of the day, we pull my Spotify. I have 100 people listening right now. The paycheck's going to come in, right? So it's like, are you going to do something or are you not? Because no one's, there's no coach telling you to do anything. Yeah, it's all on you. Yeah, so it definitely got a little more tougher when, when you take away the boss and you're now your own boss. And now, will you eventually, like, sign a label deal? Would you have a boss? Is that how it works with yeah. that? You would? Yeah, so. they're kind of signing you, so it's, all, it's like, up to them now, right? Yeah, so it's like, it's like you, it depends on what your deal is. Um, like, how my situation would work out right now from what I'm being currently offered is that, like, you would have managers and stuff, and the. It's just a lot more people in the room. So I make a song, and instead of me saying, yeah, this is good, I design the artwork, that artwork's good, I'm going to upload and release it on Saturday. It's when you're signed with a label, it's, all right, this song's good, here's the artwork, how do you guys like it? They say, all right, that's a backburner song, let's record another one. And they choose what you release, and they also choose how it gets mixed up, they choose what studio sometime you you, you record in, and they also can choose, you know, what type of image they Are put you looking forward brand. to that? Um, um, yeah, I mean... Not right now. Yeah. Or else I would. So you I like did being it. independent right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everything's working out right now. The only reason I would need a, a record label I right now is just to fund. Because my ideas, like I have huge fucking ideas. They're like hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, I have a good thing going for me right now. Uh, we're like, uh, we're, we're talking about in terms of like a record deal. Um. We're just kind of holding out right now because I want to develop the platform a little bit bigger and I want the numbers to be bigger because I know my worth and I think that like I'm worth millions. So it's like shout out Nelk, they helped you out big time. Dude, right? fucking yeah, I just shot him a fucking note uh, to you today. I'm um, huge yeah. fan of them. Me and yeah, uh, are you? me, Moquin, Kurt, and uh, my other kid on the team, Chuck Davis. We literally you brought that up to me the first time I, I saw yeah. you at the locker room too. You were like, you're like, oh shit, Nelk use your shit. And yeah, like, wow, dude, yeah. like I've been a fan of them for a year now probably we, watch, we literally watched probably every episode like two times really and then I remember your song was on I think was it Light no it was uh, Need Your Lane was, was the f- Need Your Lane yeah, yeah that yeah, was the yeah, first yeah. one they, and, and Malcolm hit me up and was like yo they just used Corman's shit and that's really? when I, I ended up meeting you like you know we became closer that week because I was yeah. right around summertime when yeah. Lens League started yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was like no shit dude that's, inc- that's when you're like yo I made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah no, a million, bro. million, millions and millions of views. Bro, that jumped everything. I went from like getting like, I don't know, hundred thousand streams. Fucking no, probably like fifty to eighty at that time. And now you look at it now, and like, dude, I'm almost at a million streams a month. Like, it's just like mind blowing what the fuck happens with a little. I didn't like they helped a ton, dude. Like, uh, shout out to them. I should send them a bunch of fucking MIH merch to their house. So hopefully you guys get it. Have you ever listened to this shit? Did, they, yeah, did, yeah. They, did you send it to them? Yeah, I just shot them a bit. A, no a, way. A little care package action, yeah. So Four God might and, and Jesse might be wearing some MIH stuff. In hopefully, movie. you know, maybe they'll rip it in the gym or something. They got their own merch line, which is flying off the fucking shelves. But I just did more out of love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like, dude, like, little things like that can change people's lives. Like, literally. Like, I'm sure they, they appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. their YouTube sensation. Yeah. I'm sure people help them out. 
But everybody, everybody, so it's, it's like interesting to like, talk with people because like I met like a couple, like we talked about AZ, right? And you talk about like, even like for me too, in, in some scenarios, it's like people like that develop platforms, like you don't forget that like one day, like you didn't have the platform. Like just because like Nelk has fucking three million subscribers, right? And they get a million views on every video. Like you were watching their videos for a long time. They didn't forget when they were with Nino and Jesse in the car and were just filming out of their fucking piece of shit just going to the mall and getting 100 views like i remember when i got my first 100 plays i put it on my instagram and i was like 100 plays like let's go you know what i mean and like now no, that's nothing now it's, it's like if i'm getting 100 plays i gotta delete the song like, <laughs> you know what i mean but like you don't fucking forget so they obviously respect it i tweeted something the other day that was like people that are fucking doing something oh, i want to fucking say it right i'm gonna look it up but it's like it's along the lines of fucking people that are like uh I'm just going to pull this shit up. I'm just going to pull this shit up because it's honestly, it, it has good value in it. Um, basically, people don't fucking hate on other people that are doing shit. They either, they just fucking respect it. Yeah. That's that's kind of all it is. But no, they're fucking dope. They're hilarious, dude. I mean. So funny. Man. I wanted to do prank videos like them at one point, but then I fucking, I don't know. I don't think that I could fucking do that shit. They're, they're crazy too, dude. Like the, the amount of trouble they've probably got in over dude, the years. I feel like you could be a fucking YouTube guy. <laughs> I couldn't be doing that stuff, man. Uh, where the fuck is this shit? You know what? Maybe I'll just fucking give it up. I'll give it two more, two more scores. One. Here we go. Anybody who is successful in their own realm is not spewing negativity towards someone else pursuing their dreams. Which is true, because if someone came to you and they say, Hey Spags, I want to be a fucking, you know, college athlete and I wanna start I wanna start on you know sports podcast and you know I wanna be a big sports media guy. And um, I kind of suck at it right now. When are you ever gonna go, dude? You're an idiot. Yeah, no. Never. Okay, right. So like your coach at baseball, that was like, I'd, I'd be a hypocrite, right? Yeah, yeah. Anybody who's working on something itself isn't gonna spew negativity towards other people who's working on it right now, man. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I don't know how many people were in the weight room. How many? Pe- like, when are people hating on people in the weight room? Never. You don't hate people in the weight room, themselves. they're getting, be- yeah. getting better. That's yeah. the same thing with entrepreneurship, exactly. too. It's like, yo, this kid's sucking starting a leaf company. I mean, I don't know who's going to buy leaves, <laughs> but I shout out to you for starting it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's kind of how it fucking goes. Now. Absolutely, man. Yeah. What are we at right now? 52 fucking minutes. That's still, I don't know why that, that's, that kind of flew by. Yeah, it did. Not too bad. I mean, yo, okay. Any words of advice if, if for Ryan Spagnoli, for uh, anybody listening to this? I like oh, to go with a. Uh, I'm terrible at this, but I don't know. I would just say just. Like I said, take it one day at a time and don't... Uh... Wise guy for 20... I mean, 20, I mean, I'm young too. Yeah. But like, it's interesting when you talk to people that like, you're like, this kid's, you know, you can, you know who's like kind of an idiot. Yeah. Not. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're they fucking wise and smart and... as hell. Like, you, you, you've seen it. You've seen a good amount. Yeah. If I open up a chapter book, I'm probably not too smart, but <laughs> everyone's smart. Everyone's smart in their own ways, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd just say, yeah, take it one day at a time. And if you have goals to chase them, like yeah. obviously sports are over and... Um, some of my best friends that I played with uh, at, at in college are pursuing their dreams, and their dreams are to play pro hockey. And like I said, Chris Moulton's one of my best friends. He's playing Moklin, right bro. now. Yeah, he's playing he's, right now in Sweden. Yeah, he's in Sweden. Check in with him every day. I'm um, happy for him to be to be, like that was always his goal. And then yeah. um, obviously there'll be some kids this year. I'm sure that will kind of chase that too. So yeah. uh, I kind of look at it like you know I'm not I was never good enough to play at that level. But if yeah. my friends are doing that, um, I'll live through them, and I'm always checking in on them, seeing how they're doing. So. Guys, keep fucking grinding out there. Absolutely, you too, Matt. Yeah. One day at a time. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to the Kids at Work podcast, guys. Um, if you're still listening to this, you're fucking dope. Clearly, you like us. Go follow Spags. Is that Ryan Spagnoli? Ryan underscore Spags on Twitter. Ryan underscore Spags. Go check out the podcast. What is it again? Patriot Nation podcast. Comes out every Friday morning. Yeah. If you're listening to this, you clearly like podcasts. Yeah. So just literally open If you need some Patriots, part. if you're a Patriots fan, just yeah. tune in. Look it up right now and just Tell save it real quick. Yeah. You don't have time to it's on to Pat's pul- It's Pat's Pulpit. P-U-L-P-I-T. On uh, on on the all the podcast apps, um, 
there's a bunch of shows. Spot- it's on Spotify too. Yeah, everything, everything, Stitcher, all that stuff. So that's pulled. Um, okay, it's cool. through there. It's through there. Um, and then obviously, uh, there's a bunch of shows each day that come out from a Patriots perspective. Mine comes out Friday. So, yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Yo, I uh, if you're listening to this right now, um, then a song. I probably have a new song out right now. Uh, if you're not, I did just drop Life Dreams, and we also did just drop a clothing line. Um, I'm plugging a lot of shit. We also have two shows in December. That's because we're doing a lot of fucking things, guys. I'll be there probably both Boston and yeah. uh, definitely Manchester. Definitely yeah, Manchester. Boston will be dope, dude. We're gonna get time, but I mean Manchester's gonna be dope, guys. I mean, it's we're all from here. If you're listening to this shit, we're gonna fucking raid Saturday night at Snoo. Um, that's kind of all I all I have today. How do you feel about that one? I feel good, man. That was a good time. We're gonna do it again. Let's close it up, shop guys. Have a good day at work today. Peace.